the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. It's pretty stunning, isn't it? To literally hear... A Pfizer scientist admit to a Project Veritas Veritas report. Basically, our organization is run on COVID money now. Our organization is run on COVID money now. I feel like I work for an evil corporation because it's about making them billions, not about people's health. That's the reality that we have been talking about. And yet our federal government continues to push the mandate. And they're firing people from their jobs, taking their livelihoods away, their ability to provide for their families if they do not take the Pfizer money jab. Joining us now is uh, Congressman Jim Jordan. As promised, we get a special treat. Congressman Jordan on the same day as Kirsten out, back to back. We got uh, Jim Jordan now, who is the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, my congressman in the Ohio 4th. Congressman, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Bob. Project- How are you doing? I'm good, sir. Project Veritas. I don't know if you've had a chance yeah. uh, th- to see the videos, yeah. uh, the undercover reporting. They um, they are doing more for this country, I swear to goodness, uh, and for the people of this country than I don't know if anybody in the federal government could ever do because they're getting to the truth. Uh, you know, you guys can subpoena people to come and testify before congressional committees, and they just sit there and lie to you. Project Veritas goes out there and secretly, secretly records them as they tell the truth. We, yeah, yeah. I, w- w- what I heard here was just staggering. They know full well, do the pro- Pfizer uh, scientists, that uh, people with natural immunity who had COVID yeah. and recovered do not need the vaccines because it is more robust, stronger, longer-lasting than the Pfizer shot could be. But Pfizer won't <laughs> tell anybody that because it's all about maximizing profits. Yeah, and Fauci's helping them, right? And Fauci's helping Pfizer by, I mean, I don't know if he's, if there's any kind of formal arrangement. I doubt that, but, but he's, he's sending that same message by saying you got to get the vaccine. And, and when he was asked about natural immunity, Fauci said, well, you know, I'll have to look at, come on, you know, you know the facts here. Come, everybody understands that natural immunity is as good, if not better than, than, uh, the, the vaccine. But, uh, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is why there's so much distrust now in our government. And in other institutions, because when you have a guy like Fauci who said everything and been on all sides of every issue uh, regarding uh, this, this virus, people just don't just don't buy into what he's saying anymore. No, they don't. And I'm glad you brought him up because my monologue this morning was focused on two pieces of audio. One was the Pfizer employees in that Project Veritas uh, expose. Yeah. The other one was Dr. Fauci. Let me see. I, don't, I hope I have this queued up here because I want to get your reaction specifically to these words that he said to a broadcaster on the CDC, which or CBC, which is the Canadian broadcast. Feel their trust. Be that a clergyman, be that a, a family member, a sports figure, someone who can relate to them in a non-confrontative way. Having said that, now I'm going to answer your question. I think what people have to appreciate, that indeed you do have personal liberties for yourself, and you should be in control of that. But you are a member of society, 
and as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. I heard you chuckling there for a second. I don't know if you've heard that well, clip before. I just became aware of well, it last night. Um, you, you, that, have you ever heard anything as, as egregious as that? Give up your well, the, individual liberties for the better, the greater good of society. Yeah, that is that is like the, you never thought that this is where it gets serious because uh, we are we are now uh, on this this fast track to communism, and that is exactly what Fauci is alluding to there. That is scary stuff. Um, but to hear that, I mean, you, you also have to laugh because who who with any common sense today in the world. Uh, actually listens to Dr. Fauci. I think it's just the, the, the people who host shows on CNN and MSNBC and the other mainstream press. I don't know that anyone else pays attention to this guy. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know if I agree with that, um, because I see and hear enough of the shaming of people who are not getting this vaccine. I hear in, in, uh, enough of the people who are screaming that if you don't get the vaccine, you're killing people. You're spreading it to other people and so forth. Now, they have no science behind that, mind you, none whatsoever. Yeah. If the vaccine yeah. actually works, then the unvaccinated are no danger to the vaccinated. But I hear it all the time. And moreover, Congressman, I see employers uh, firing people. Just yesterday, we found uh, the, the largest largest it's healthcare crazy. provider in New York fired fourteen hundred unvaccinated employees. You know what that means? They are listening to Dr. Fauci and the CDC. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. I mean, I think there's a there's a fear out there from the the government and what what Biden has said. I don't know that they actually think that that Fauci is right, but but yeah, it's a good, it's a it's a good point. It is it is scary. Uh, I think I've, I've talked about the line that, that uh, the former attorney general had in a, in a letter when this all started more than a year and a half ago. He said the Constitution is not suspended during a crisis. And I would actually argue that's when it's most important. And yet here we have Dr. Fauci citing this line, like, forget the Constitution. It's all about the greater good baloney. Um, and look, we all understand we're all part of we're all part of our, our, our great country and we want our country to succeed. And we're part of that 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 effort. But. The fundamental liberties we have under the Constitution are not suspended during a crisis, and in fact, that's when they're most important. Dr. Fauci doesn't understand that. I don't think the President of the United States understands that. Well, you know, Congressman, I I brought this up earlier on the program before you came on. If you substitute the words private property for medical choice and put the same sentence together that Dr. Fauci used, if you surrender your private property for the greater good of society, what do we call that? Yeah, that's communism. It's, That's it's communism. Straight up that communism. is literally it's the straight, basis straight of communism. Yep. No, it's 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 frightening, and like I said, it's the pace that the left is moving to to uh, undermine American citizens' freedom and uh, embrace the things they're embracing is is really scary. It is really scary, and it's why we all have to keep. I mean, doing what you're doing every day, pointing it out, uh, talking about that, making sure you, you see now where the attorney general of the United States uh, is, is called for an investigation because the school board association, the teachers out there are saying that, oh, parents who protest critical race theory 
uh, we need to we need to view them in some kind of terrorism context. And I'm like, what are you talking? So you're exercising your First Amendment liberty to petition your government is now going to be viewed by the by the, the this this is this teachers association out there. Uh, and Merrick Garland is going to look into this as as some kind of terrorist threat. Like, are you kidding me? So this is where it goes um, when the left just continues to push towards this this socialist communist uh, uh, approach to things. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. That was going to be one of my questions for you. When the attorney general essentially orders the FBI to target and investigate parents for intimidation yeah. and harassment of school board members because they come to the school boards and demand to have a say in their kids' education and, and a say in stopping their kids' indoctrination. And you have him ordering the FBI to look into that and to call them domestic terrorists. Yet, Congressman, a candidate for governor in the state of Virginia uh, can <laughs> stand there, Terry McAuliffe, and say the parents yeah. should not be able to come into the schools and have have a say in their kids' education. Let the educators do their jobs first. The parents, this is yeah. this doesn't concern you. That's okay yeah. in, in the eyes of, of, of the left and, and obviously the way the uh, Justice Department is run now? Yeah, because, Bob, remember, of course, some bureaucrat working at the Department of Education, uh, they, they care a lot more about your kid than you do, than a parent. Who, I mean, some bureaucrat who works at, at that big building in, in D.C. in the Department of Education who doesn't even know your kid's name, for goodness sake. Oh, they care more than a mom or a dad uh, for their own child. This is this mindset. Remember what the Cardona, the, the, the uh, education secretary, also said last week. He said, oh, these parents are just mad because their guy didn't win the race for president. I mean, dismissing and just this, this attitude like I'm so much better than you moms and dads out there who who bust your tail and sacrifice everything for your kids. I'm so much better and smarter than you. I hate that attitude. But that is exactly where the left is. It's arrogant. They're smarter than us. They know better than us. And parents are sick of it. And they, they, they're just showing up at these school board meetings because they want what's best for their kid. And they're sick of this this radical hate America, critical race theory baloney um, and everything else that's going on. So. Again, we just we got to continue to push back because this is this is who the left is today. Well, you're talking about the current education secretary, and let, you know, just to just to kind of let everybody know that this uh, this idea kind of flows through the entirety of the left. The last education secretary in the in a Democratic administration, Arne Duncan, you remember what he said yeah, in August? Uh, compared people who are anti-mask to the suicide bombers at the Kabul airport that killed 13 <laughs> Americans. You notice how they're alike, the anti-maskers and anti-vaskers? He said they both blow themselves up and inflict harm uh, on those around them and are convinced they're yeah. fighting for freedom. This is the mentality, yeah. uh, Congressman, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's frightening that on, the only people who talk about it are guys like me on the radio and guys like you who come on. The mainstream networks yeah. who reach so many millions of people have a responsibility to share this stuff, and they don't. Yeah. But the good news is, the good news is when you're out and about and just regular folks across this great state and across the country, they see it, they feel it, they know this is BS. And these, you know, these uh, uh, these news anchors on, on, on and, and show hosts on CNN and MSNBC, what there are four people watching, um, that, that's not where the country is. And um, but again, if we don't push back this this small group who pushes this radical left agenda they're going to move ahead, so we we got to push back. But the vast majority of the people in this great country get it. I mean, when I'm out and about across the west, west central, north central Ohio, northeast Ohio, you, you could you can see people don't buy into this baloney. Um, but we got to keep talking about. It. We got to keep fighting back.
We do, no question about it. Congressman, let's talk about the money now. Um, first of all, uh, how many times a week do you get chased into a bathroom stall by uh, radical uh, activists uh, coming in there and demanding to a- ask you questions about your policies? That, your that, because Joe Biden that says not, that that's normal. He said that's a normal part of the process. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, that has not happened to me, although I think we've talked before. We have had people screaming at us. I've had people yell at me and swear at me on the street, you know, so that, that kind of stuff. But that, that's, a, that's a little... Well, that part crazy. is normal. That, protesting yeah. is normal, and you do it in public spaces. When public officials yeah. and figures go out, if they want to make their voices heard, I get that. Yep. But that's different than chasing somebody into a bathroom stall, harassing them and of so course. forth. And yet President Biden says, well, that's, you know, it's inappropriate, but it's a normal part of the process. Happens all the time. Yeah. I want to know anybody. Yeah. I, want, I want somebody else who's in a position like yours to tell me when it happened to them last. Because what they do to well, cinema and trying to intimidate her is just yeah. reprehensible. It's crazy. We had a lady, I think I told you this one time, we had a lady, uh, we were at the theater, and this lady just started screaming, shame, evil, just making a big scene. And it was, you know, so that, that's how the left operates. But I've never seen anything like this where they follow you into the restroom. It, it's, it's just crazy. But again, this is the left. They're, they're just, just out of control. And God bless cinema and, uh, and Senator Manchin for for saying, you know, we're not going to go for this crazy three and a half trillion on top of the one point two trillion on top of all the other spending that is for all kinds of left wing crazy ideas. Um, God bless them for standing firm. And let's hope yeah. they continue to do so. Well, that, you know, that was uh, my next question. Do, do you think they will hold firm, Congressman? And here's the other question. While we're wondering if Manchin and Cinema will hold firm, I have to wonder because you know I'm jaded and I'm cynical by my uh, study of recent history. I'm wondering if we yeah. have more to worry about from a Romney or a Sass or a Portman or Rhino Ripper or Murkowski or somebody if they won't cross the line and fold and say we need to get this done. Well, I, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they've done it before. Republicans do that. No, I understand, but I, I just don't think this is this. You know, again, I think you look at the spending level. That's like on top of what's already happened. I mean, all the other spending that took place over the last year and a half. So um, I don't, I don't think so. Um, and like I said, let's let's hope that that uh, Senator Manchin and Senator Cinema will will continue to hold firm um, and and not go for something that we all know is just just ridiculous. Well, uh, it it is beyond ridiculous, and uh, you know, I guess I, I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic, Congressman, but I don't want to get burned. You know, it's kind of like the Indians mm, going yeah. to the World Series, and they're up three to one, and uh, <laughs> you know, you're you're afraid to think that they could actually win this thing. Somebody's going to blow it. That's me right now. Yeah. I, I saw yeah. Nancy Pelosi take a loss when she said, we'll have a vote today on Thursday. Then she said, well, we'll have it on Friday. Well, it's now Tuesday, and they haven't had it yet. And part of me is like, yeah. we're up 3-1 to one here in the World Series. Yeah. Uh, are we going to no, blow this I in know. the end? Yeah, and they all look foolish. I mean, she brought the President of the United States to Capitol Hill, and he was there for all of 40 minutes, it seemed, and walked away with nothing. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get that either. But um, – yeah, you're right. Because they still have time, and she's now set a deadline of October, the end of October, October 31st. So we'll, we'll 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 wait and see. Let's let's hope they hold firm, and we just need to keep pointing out the facts, uh, just how ridiculous this this spending is, and what it's going to mean to the country uh, on this this never-ending quest that the left has to get us to a socialist uh, socialist nation, which we got to stop. We do. And, uh, you know, as we pointed out, coming full circle in the interview here, the Anthony Fauci to essentially espouse a socialist slash communist talking yeah. point saying, give up what you have for the greater good of society. I've never heard anything as, as direct and as plain as that. Um, as yeah. As we're yeah. From a guy who is like, I, I just feel like has no credibility left. But anyway, we'll see. Are you uh, we'll you going to invite him to Christmas? Christmas? No, I want to invite him to 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, this. <laughs> remember a year like it was a year ago that that, that the, all these guys were uh, going out having Christmas and Thanksgiving when they were telling us we couldn't. I mean, the double standard. Yeah. Uh, and then for Fauci to say, "Oh, I really didn't say that." Yes, you did. I saw the tape. You, you said, "No, we can't. We can't. We're not going to be able to get together. We got to wait and see." And then the next day, you're on TV saying, "I didn't really say that." They take me out. No, no, we don't. Well, take and, you and, and then to bring it for, and, and then to bring it back around, to bring it back around and repeat it a week ago, he's, he was asked, "You know, are people going to get together for Christmas this year?" And he said, "Well, it's just too soon to say." He's literally. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's October, and he's saying, "I'm not sure if I'm going to recommend people get together for Christmas in December now, as if it's his choice and not yours yeah. who you invite to Christmas." I may invite him. I may invite him just because, you know what, I would like him to come just so that we can actually yeah. uh, prove what a hypocrite he is. And then maybe while he's there, I could fill his ear for a little while. Uh, but it's just, <laughs> just I just want him to come back in front of the coronavirus select committee so I can ask him some questions. Again. That would be every nice. time he's come, he's refused to answer the basic question. I mean, I asked him a question. I don't know. It's, I, I, it's months and months ago. I asked him a simple question. When does it end? Tell me what measure. Remember, he initially said I remember that. But, but, now, now, he, now he won't give us a number. I don't think he's going to be satisfied till every single human being on the planet has got three shots. I mean, that, that seems to be what the standard is now. So I, I just would like for like, tell us when it ends, Dr. Fauci. Tell us when it ends, or doesn't it end until we all give up our free? I mean, it just makes no sense. Well, just so you know, uh, Congressman, first of all, you, you heard Joe Biden say last week 97 to 98 percent of Americans are going to have to get this shot uh, before we go back to normal. So so you're right when you just said that virtually every person. And second of all, uh, as far as uh, 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 the three shots, you said, what makes you think they're going to stop at three? I have yeah. I have I have a headline in front of me. Effectiveness of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine falls below 50 percent after five months. Well, guess what? After the booster starts to fall, uh, after another five months, what are they going to say? Oh, it's time Great. for the fourth shot. It's time for the fifth shot. You don't think they're going to stop at three for real, do you? Uh, and that's yeah. uh, that, you know this is again. I just played for you the COVID or the Pfizer guy saying this company is run on COVID money now. Of course they're going to have yeah. a third, fourth, fifth, sixth shot. Every single shot is another you know thousand bucks in their pocket. So, Congressman Great. Jordan, thanks so much for the time, sir. I appreciate it. We'll talk. You soon. bet. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. It's true. Parents are a child's first teacher. But not anymore, it seems, if woke America has anything to say about it. In Virginia's gubernatorial debate, Democratic candidate Terry McAuliffe said it out loud. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Understandably, many parents don't agree. During COVID, they saw what their kids are learning and they didn't like it. So they're showing up at school board meetings to advocate for their children. Some topics are controversial, like critical race theory, mask mandates, and the pornographic materials available in some school libraries. Some meetings have grown heated, and of course, threats and violence are always wrong. But it's ludicrous that the National School Boards Association has called this parent pushback domestic terrorism and demanded the Biden administration use tools like the Patriot Act to suppress political dissent. And it's frightening that the Biden administration would even consider it. That's not what we do in America. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow.
The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.